you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ here. No Bucky today. He is out at the opening, the Nike opening, a big All-American event for high school football that he goes to each and every year. But in his place, I think we've kind of – I think we might have uh, – Maybe listed as our, our number one option here, our number one fill-in. <laughs> I'm Brett the pri- Lewis, what's primary, up, buddy? Primary backup. Yeah, primary, primary? backup. Yeah, that's what a, does that make you? Uh, you're like a Fitzpatrick because yeah, you're going like to get us a couple games every year. Maybe a win if you're lucky. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, did our invites to the opening get lost in the mail? Yeah, no. We did such a great job last year. We weren't invited back. So that was great. <laughs> but let's be honest. Uh, last year, the, the, big, uh, the big incentive there to go was it was up in – Beaverton yeah, at Nike's was. campus, and it, yeah. we made a little uh, is there stop a Nike over there. store up there? I don't want to say so. Yeah. I want to say so. <laughs> I think there was some folks on the crew still not happy with us for uh, sneaking. Very over. unhappy. Yeah, very unhappy. Came away with some nice stuff though. How you yeah. doing, buddy? Uh, really good, man. Really good. It's been a good summer so far, and um, I mean, kind of already thinking about inside training camp coming up in about three weeks. Oh, you're gonna be a busy man. Yeah. Do you know where you're going yet, by the way? I do not know where I'm going. I do it's not know when I'm going. Yeah. Um, I know that we're starting around the 26th, so okay. that's uh, that's something to look forward to. But, I mean, we got we got some the Hall of Fame teams are coming to camp here in like two weeks. I know. That's crazy. The 11th, I think. <laughs> yeah, for like rookies. and uh, The Ravens rookies, I think I saw uh, was the 11th. Can you believe that? That is right around the corner. Gosh. Um, on today's yes. show, by the way, just to give everybody a heads up, we've got uh, Rhett does this every year, comes on after the Manning Passing Academy. You've yep. been, have you been to every one? I've been to every one but two. So I've been. To, there's been 23 of them. I've been to 21. Okay, so we're going to get your thoughts yep. on that, see a lot of the top college kids uh, throw there at that camp. We'll get Rhett's thoughts there. Mix in maybe maybe a good Cooper Manning story. We might have to go back in the archives for that. You had a great chat with Eli. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get your thoughts on that. We've got T.O., just announced where he's going to be giving his Hall of Fame speech. We'll touch on that a little bit later uh, as well. But at the at the top here, I like to do. You know, I'm a scout. I like to do some scouting. So Let's I go back and listen when uh, when you're on the show. Yeah. And uh, interesting piece of information I gleaned from that. Not really football related. I didn't think you really offered much <laughs> from that standpoint. But Great. From on the personal side, yeah. something that I I question is is true. I, I like to get your thoughts on it. Please. You said that you have a jersey 
Oh, God. Hanging up in a restaurant or a bar or an oh, establishment. Yes. yes. I find that hard to believe. Yes. No, that's uh, that's absolutely fact. I could actually pull up the pictures. This no, is an audio pod, right? There's no way. Yeah. Um, what is the name of this place? This is Nick's English Hut okay. in Bloomington, Indiana. Yep. It is like the, you know, it's the most <laughs> famous. Uh-oh. We got props coming out. Uh, it's the most like the most famous bar in Bloomington. and um, The most famous. The most famous, okay. yeah. And so I... Um, you know, I, I went in to see the coaching staff at Indiana a couple uh, during the combine, and I was like, "Hey, you guys won't remember me from, you know, what I did on the field, but uh, if you've been to Knicks, yeah, there's my jersey." So this thing's really there. It's really there, man. You're telling me the truth. I'm telling you the truth. It's there. You want to see video? Oh gosh, there it is. There she is. There it is. Look at that. It's look at beauty, this. Right? This is Hytham working behind the scenes because look, there you are between Adewale Agunle in the '67 team. Yes, the uh, Rose, Bowl went the Rose Bowl team. Lost. My dad was on that squad. Was he really? Well, as a student trainer, but Whatever. Yeah. lost yeah. lost to USC right there in the Rose lost Bowl. Lost OJ. Yeah. Wow. How about that? So this is that's those an adult extra us. small jersey. This is this is we have footage. Hytham, tell me how you uh, came across this footage so, here. So we reached out to uh, Nick's English Hut just to verify, oh, you just to verification. I may I may or may not have given beauty. them a, a phone call last night. That's game night. worn too, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, it looks worn. Yeah, it looks so oh, yeah. But lightly worn. Gave, gave them a call and I was like, "Can you guys verify uh, this guy who we work with says he has a jersey hanging up there?" And they're like, "Let me get back to you." <laughs> they went and they're like, "Yeah, it's like on the second or third floor." <laughs> yeah, you're even the on the main floor, second floor. <laughs> but nobody hangs out on the main floor. Second floor is where all the action. Sure, That's yeah. where it is. Yeah. We yeah. did ask. We're like, I was like, so how much? What, what, what do we got to give you to take it off the wall? And they're like, just send us a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> one, one no. NFL, one Why NFL would you take that off the wall? Yeah, yeah that's oh, coming. It's We're, on its way here. It's my lone claim to fame. No, no, that's gonna be hanging in the Move the Stick Studios. Yes, yeah, oh, okay. so that's that's coming off the wall. Though. All right. Don't it, see a lot of stains on that jersey, by the way. Red. No, I'm not gonna lie to you. No, stayed pretty clean. They said stayed they had a clean. whole room with Damashek stuff, though. Oh, oh, is that just okay? Ridiculous. I saw next to you. Yeah. There's a uh, that's Damashek right there throwing that javelin. Oh, nice. <laughs> there's a driver. There's yeah. a, who is that? An Indy Cup driver there? Uh, looks like Give an Indy name. car. Give is, the name. is that uh, uh, is that an Andretti? No, 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 no. I think we have another angle we can I see. I mean, Andretti is like you. Is there a fifty percent shot? Is there a Franchitti? Oh, oh, Dario Franchitti. That guy. Yeah, yeah, that's who it is. Yeah. I saw the last. You name. saw the last name. Okay, yeah, yeah Dario. Rhett, is it fair to say you had some good times at this? Uh, yeah, how, what did hut? you do? How did you end up getting this jersey? How does this happen? Well, you know how um, when you fly a lot, uh, you can get the preferred status. Yeah, that's what it is. You, <laughs> Just frequent it. Fre frequented yeah. a lot. Yeah. And uh, it was like a premier diamond been a big member. tipper. Big <laughs> yeah, tipper, big tipper. It? But that was back when, you know, everything was, you know, a buck for this and two bucks for that instead of ten and 12. Which I mean, Rose Bowl team. Rose Bowl team. NFL player. NFL, and this guy over here. And then there's that. Just a frequent flyer. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Good uh, stuff. Nice wow. work. Wow. Way to, cut. See? Way to go up there. See, we like I to, uh, we do our homework. They do. Isn't no, there something, that. there was something, uh, trust, trust yet verify? I think that I do with like nuclear weapons. Oh, yeah. Inspections. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of some inspectors. Yeah, in that's what we had going on. Independent here with, this, with this whole nice. thing. All right, nice. tell us Way about the tell us about the uh, Manning Academy this year down in the uh, good old Thibodeau, still in Thibodeau, correct? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, gosh, I want to say this is like the twenty fourth, thirteenth year that it's been in Thibodeau. Okay, um, it was at Southeastern Louisiana for a while, um, but uh, it, you know. It might have been the hottest one that we'd had. Whoa, I mean, it was saying something. It was probably ninety six, ninety seven degrees. 90, 100% humidity 
every practice, all three days, three practices, three days. And, um, and, and what I like that they do now is they, there are more workouts for the college quarterbacks. So they were so working explain out that day. because when yeah. I went there, they, they did the first day. It was like an arrival workout. Really pre, was, pre really was just kind of watching Peyton and Eli kind of yeah. go through their deal. And they Mostly did very because little. they wanted to work out. And they were like, hey, you know, college guys want to come, come out. and throw. Yeah, fine. But then they did the big competition at the end. Correct. So now, now there's more. Now there's more. There's a workout. There's that one that we said. There's one on Friday. And then there's the, um, there's the air it out challenge on Saturday where they, you know, let people into the stands watch all the quarterbacks throw still sponsored by Wheaties or no no we sponsored Wheaties to Papa John's I think it was just it was Nike okay yeah so um and uh, you still hit the golf carts you were there for the golf carts right okay and then they'll throw routes versus air and all that so there were about uh, I want to say about 40 quarterbacks uh there this year uh had both your starting quarterbacks from the national championship game last year Jalen Hurts uh, and Jake from Jake from wow. was there as well. Uh, and Jake was a really impressive guy. Like how big is he? You know, I, I, pr- he's a little shorter than me, I'd say. So he's probably about six, six two, one ish, yeah. one and a half, you know, but almost at eye level, I would say. Um, but he looked a lot thicker to okay. me, like a lot thicker than I saw watching him play. Um, obviously Jalen Hurts will win that competition, the body competition, <laughs> yeah. any any day. Yeah. Uh, he was there. Tua was not there. I thought he might might show, but you usually only get one quarter. Yeah, I saw him at the team. Elite Eleven. You did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we had both those guys there, and then let me let me kind of group this into th- three different groups for you, okay? Um, in terms of the quarterbacks, the college quarterbacks that were there, we had the Tree Toppers group. Okay. okay? Had Tyree Jackson from Buffalo. Oh, big dudes. Six eight something maybe six I think he said he was six nine and then Cole Kelly from Arkansas he looks like a tackle (laughs) so this is great so he's six eight and Cooper uh was I think had him had a microphone for some reason maybe it was during the the air it out challenge and he was just kind of introducing guys walking around and he's like hey Cole uh you know how tall are you six eight he's like how heavy you know what what's the heaviest you've ever been he's like 270 and then Cooper's like well how heavy are you now he's like 265. <laughs> Way back when, really cut that right down. Up, got it right up there uh, from Cole Kelly from Arkansas, Tyree Jackson from Buffalo, and then uh, Fitzpat or uh, Nick Fitzgerald from yeah, he's uh, Mississippi a big State. He, could, he couldn't throw, though, right? Coming he off that injury? Yeah, yeah, didn't throw. Um, so those guys, I mean, those are your eye test guys, right? That you like your eyes are, are automatically Our drawn to that. Big. Right, right. Uh, and then uh, the next group of guys were the guys that were a little bit under the radar to me that I haven't seen play a ton. Um, on like an actual game action, but really impressed me. Kyle Shermer from Vanderbilt. Oh, Vandy. Yeah, Coach Pat Shermer's, Shermer's son. son. Sorry. Yeah, uh, and so he was there last year, and I didn't, you know, there were so, so many of the top-notch guys were there last year that I had a hard time kind of taking my yeah. eyes off him. So I didn't watch a ton of him last year. And then this year, man, I just I, I got to talk to him a little bit about Eli and his dad and all that stuff, and so I was just watching him. And, I mean, he looks like a quarter, like a head coach, you know. He's going to be a senior, I believe, right? Yeah, at Vandy. I mean, look, you know. They didn't have a great team. Um, he had a productive year last yeah. year. They didn't run the ball all that great, but they, they threw it around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and I was really impressed with him. Made some really good throws. You know, he knows what he's doing out there, obviously. obviously. Um, and then uh, Daniel Jones. Oh, Duke. Duke. Um, so there's been a little bit kid. of buzz about him talking to guys around the league. Okay. It's kind of one of those keep an eye on guys. Yeah. I think so he's going to be a junior. I think he was a redshirt sophomore last year. Yeah, he'll be a so, junior this yeah, year. Yeah, but a senior in the classroom, yeah. right? So he's from Charlotte. Uh, went to Duke, and you know, I, good he, size, good size. But he really like, you know, when I say he knows what he's doing, I mean like he looks, 
like he's got his mechanic, you know, he's been coached really well. Obviously with, Cut- with Coach Cutcliffe, he works with a, one of the really good quarterback kind of guru groups down in the southeast and the Gulf Coast, uh, QB country. And so, like, he's been coached really well mm-hmm. and just kind of really kind of caught my eye the way he throws the ball and, and it comes out of his hand um, really well, really mechanically sound. Um, so, interesting guy there. And then Jake Bentley uh, from South Carolina, yeah. which I didn't – Skinny? I didn't, yeah, yeah. Yeah, skinny, a little smaller guy. Uh, him and Jake Browning kind of surprised me of just kind of how um, – Okay, same same uh, same time. You see both these guys at the Manning camp. Yeah, many years apart. Same school. Yeah, Keith Price or Jake Browning. Who? Um, Jake Browning. Yeah, yeah. Jake's better, but yeah. Keith's a real little. He, he was. But I do think they have something in common that they're probably both more college quarterbacks than big time NFL. Probably, prospects. but Jake's been there now three years. I want to say he's yeah. like a, a you know one of the real veterans. How yeah. about how about go Kellen Moore? Oh, Kellen Moore for sure. Uh, I think I go. I still go Jake. Jake's a little taller. Okay. I think. Yeah. I think. I don't know. It's hard to. That's hard to say. That was a while ago that Kellen was there. Well, Coach Peterson can answer that question. Yeah, he could. Yeah. He could for sure. Uh, and obviously, has done a great job with both those guys. Um, so those three guys, like I thought, really in the workouts, threw the ball really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was the next group, right? There's the the headliners. The headliners. Yeah. The Jake Fromms. Um, watching. You need him. to come up with alliteration if you're gonna do groups. By the way, is the, was that not, is that not yeah, good enough I for think you? You kind of group those. Better, okay, but that's all right. Uh, Drew Locke yep. was the guy that I was really Im- most impressed with. The whole, I thought he threw the best ball of mm-hmm. camp, 70 yards in the air, on the money, on the goal line, touchdown on a go route uh, in front of everybody, um, and just like it's easy. Yeah, you know, real smooth. Really than easy. Yeah. And so I was asking you when you told me about this yeah. coming back, I asked you, was the ball tight? Because that was you the only, was the only loose, thing right? at the Elite 11 watching him was the ball got a little bit loose on him. Arm strength, not a question at all, but the ball got a little Man, loose. Man, I just didn't see it. Yeah. I just, you know, I just, I thought he, yeah, the arm strength was definitely not a, and he's kind of a wiry guy, right? He's, he's not, a big dude, though. Yeah, he's tall, and he's got a real, he's got his lower half seems a lot thicker than his, uh, mm-hmm. than his upper half. Um, but I, and, and he was, like nothing phased that dude. I mean, like he was super calm, cool, very like, chill. You know, he he's one of those guys that you can kind of see people kind of gravitate towards a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so him and then Jarrett Stidham was there, and, and Jarrett was I think it was a little less than a hundred percent. But you know, he that kind of made sense to me too because when I watched them side by side at the Elite Eleven, I thought Stidham actually threw it a little bit better than Locke did. There. Yeah, and then all accounts coming out of Louisiana was yeah. that it was flipped. But then you hear, okay, maybe Stidham is not a hundred percent, but you know, so maybe that makes some sense there. I think they're both NFL talents. I mean, they both can really spin it. Yeah. So Locke to me throws that like Jared Goff type of ball where it's not, you know, it's not knocking down the brick wall, but it's going to get there with pace mm-hmm. and and where it has to be. Um, so That's a good comparison. Yeah, and and. I mean, he's a, obviously he's a little bigger than, than Jarrett was coming out, but um, I was really, really impressed with the way he handled himself from start to finish. And then from, it, I think it's easy to see why he was a starting quarterback, you know, as a freshman at Georgia. You know, he's a dude with the leadership where, you know, um, was working with, see, he was working with Easton Stick up in yep. North Dakota State. Um, and uh, this guy, Rich Bartell, was yeah, playing yeah, the league yeah, for a while as yeah. quarterback coach. So they were kind of three co- coaches. They had three groups that were working together with my receivers. And at the end, you know, Rich is like, hey, this is the last practice. Hey, you know, I, I, you guys don't want to hear from me. Let's hear from from Jake Fromm and, and, and Easton. And, you know, like just 
asked them, didn't tell them he was doing it, just, hey, go talk to the kids and, and tell them, you know, wrap up camp. Yeah. And the way Jake talked about how much he loved football and the way he, he loved each opportunity to get better and the way he talked about how these kids need to take advantage of every opportunity. And um, you could just kind of see, you know, how, how, how easy it must have been for his coaches to, to thrust him in and put everything on his shoulders right away. And I was really impressed by that. All right, before we move on, yeah. uh, you started out with the huge dudes. Yes, uh, the tree toppers, I think is what I call them. That's pretty good. We're going to go huge dudes. Huge dudes. Because then we can go huge. headliners for the last. Headliners. I just need you an H for the middle group there. Who are the middle guys again? Kyle Shermer, Daniel Jones, Jake Bentley. Uh, can I, it could be your honorable mention if you want oh, to go that way. Like it. Honorable mention. Okay. I just think we need to – if we, you're going to come need, into the studio, yeah. you know, as somebody who has a jersey hanging on uh, floor two <laughs> of Nick's English <laughs> hut, I just expect you to come in with a little bit little bit, little bit more in the yeah. preparation department. So this and, – and then just to, to finish this up, this was a different camp, right? The last two years like, – like, Tell people who, who was there last That's what year. I'm saying. So the last two years, okay, the last two camps, we had every first-round quarterback this year. Wow. Okay, because Josh Rosen was there two years ago. Yep. Baker was there two years ago. This past year, we had uh, we had Lamar Jackson, Darnold. We had Darnold Allen. and Allen. Right. So all five guys in the last two years that went in the first round this year were there. So this was a little bit different, right? It was a it was a lot of turnover. Mason Rudolph was there for the last three years, yep. right? So like these are guys we'd Hence seen your come back. Oh, that's uh, my guy. Yeah. You know, like come on. Um, and so this was a little bit different, kind of get to get used to uh, some new faces. And I think it was it took a little bit for those guys to get comfortable mm-hmm. in kind of what the camp's all about. And I don't, you know, Cooper cutting jokes with them all the time and, you know, kind of making fun of them playfully. And I think this camp is a little bit different than most camps out there. Um, and so, you know, I, this was a good one for us to kind of get a new crop mm-hmm. going and hopefully see some of these guys back next year. So for those who don't know, Cooper Manning, uh, everybody knows Eli, uh, everybody knows Peyton, but Cooper, if they've seen any of the Fox pre-pregame stuff that he does, it's hilarious. Cooper Manning hour minus 58 minutes. <laughs> it's great. I, I, if you haven't seen this, go on YouTube Good. and just type in the, the Manning hour, and you can watch all of them. There, he is yeah. His stuff with Dornboss uh, was, was great. terrific. He's great. Yeah. So go go watch that. But any uh, any Cooper stories? I know he likes to get on these guys. Who was the target of his? Uh, you know, in fact, this year, this year he was he was like uh, it was Saturday night and or Saturday afternoon, and we're sitting in the staff meeting and he does his award ceremony on Sunday morning, yeah. which is um, it's know, entertaining. If you get an award, it means you you know you were the butt of a joke. Yeah. yeah. Like basically, I think Matt Barkley got an award for not getting USC in more trouble. Uh, Correct. That year. Correct. That was a, that, that was, was kind of like the line that he. That was a good one. Uh, Jesse Palmer received a rose yeah. from nice. Cooper one nice. time, uh, but Jordan Rogers was there as well. He did not get a rose okay. this time, but of course he got the ultimate rose. Um, and then, uh, so you know, it's Saturday afternoon, and he's like, "Guys, I have zero material um, for <laughs> the awards on Sunday. You guys are super lame." Yeah. Um, and uh, somehow he was able to come up with someone on Sunday. But, you know, like I got to say, like, I think if it just if these guys come back next year, I think we're going to be in good shape for some from some you know good a little bit material. Yeah. yeah, that'll help. But, but it was pretty good. All right. You chatted with Eli. You do this every year down there and, you, and it runs on the network. So what did you what did you glean from that inf- from that conversation, both what we saw on NFL Network and then give us the, the, the real stuff the move the sticks inside. Yeah. <laughs> Very comfortable. Yeah. I would say Eli is um, I would say as as comfortable in where he is as a player. Uh, in where he is in his place in this organization, as I've seen from him in the last couple of years. 
Um, I, I watched, yeah, obviously watched him throw. We didn't talk about that. He threw with the college quarterbacks every time. Did Peyton throw? Peyton did not throw. Yeah. I saw he threw a couple of balls to some of my receivers. Okay. They appreciated that. Nice. Um, Eli, to me, still throws that the, the best 18-yard comeback, as good an 18-yard comeback. With as timing, as rhythm, timing, pace. Rhythm, psh, yeah. Then gets there. And it's, it's like he could do it in his sleep with his eyes closed, and he gets to the same place every time. Um, so, look, he still throws the ball really well. I mean, he can still hum it 60, 65 yards in the air. It's, you know, his arm is not an issue. It's, yeah. it's not going downhill there. Um, the thing we took away from him, he very much believes that this Giants team can still win championships, um, which with the talent around him now is – did he talk anything about Odell or Evan Ingram specifically, any of these young guys? Obviously, he, Odell's not he, too young. But. Yeah, he talked about Odell. Uh, we didn't get at Evan Ingram, but we, he talked about Odell um, a little bit in the fact that you know they were able to throw with him a little bit during OTAs and minicamp, didn't do a whole lot, mm-hmm. um, but was really impressed with his mindset this offseason, especially like even more so than last season, you know, the contract is on the horizon here yeah. now, you know, th- even more so this is a time, you know, th- that he has to be focused. And it certainly sounds like from Eli's perspective um, that he's been pretty impressed with that. Um, and just while we're on the uh, Newman, uh, New- Isidore Newman High School um, uh, thread here with Eli and, yeah. and Odell went to Newman as well. Um, the next quarterback to watch was a camper at Manning Passing Academy this year. Is he a Manning? Cooper Manning's son. Really? Arch Manning. Not Archie, Not Arch. Arch. What grade? Uh, he's an eighth grader. He's, he's going to be the starting quarterback for the eighth grade team. Wow. Yeah. So that's coming soon. That's coming. So just be prepared for that. How, okay, how, well, that. how coached up is that kid? F- file oh, that File yeah. that one in the Cooper Cup. Uh, what draft class will that be? <laughs> Can you do that math for me here? We've got eighth grade. Then we've got four in high school, so that gives us five years and three. Eight, it's eight years. Eight years from now. Eight all right. Years. So just put file that one away, okay? Yeah, that's phenomenal. <laughs> uh, sorry. So back to Eli. Um, and then the other thing that I really took away was, yeah, I wanted to know, like, what are we going to see that's going to look differently this year? Watching the, the running Giants. Backs no, the running back. Yeah. Offensively, right? What's going to look different this year than we've seen the last couple of years? He said it's going to be a lot simpler. And he was excited about that. And I don't think he's excited about it in the fact that it was too much on his plate the last couple of years. But I think excited from the fact that it's going to be a whole lot easier for everyone that lines up, all 11, to be on the same page. Yeah. I think we saw – you see that in – But, I mean, I want to say that wasn't that same thing said when, when McAdoo kind of took over? We're going to eliminate all, all the complicated option routes and read routes where he wasn't on the same page as the receivers, which resulted in a lot of turnovers. I think that might have that- – that might have been like a year-to-year within the, the yeah. framework of McAdoo being there. Um, but you certainly saw that with some of his interceptions, right? You yeah. Somebody's going this way and somebody, he's throwing oh, it over yeah. here. Um, but he said he definitely said um, it won't be as much of the checks, the plays at the line of scrimmage, the plays called that should have an answer. Mm-hmm. So Built-in. Built-in answers. Um, and look, if it, you know Case Keenum obviously thrived in Pat Schirmer's system last year. I think Eli can certainly do that um, on that level or, or even more so. So he's more like a just go play football, um, that sort of thing. You know, you don't have to have the perfect play, mm-hmm. especially with some of the guys that are going to be out there in Saquon and Evan Ingram and Odell. So, no question. Uh, Anything at all? Any first impressions of uh, Saquon? Yeah, I mean, look, look, he's as impressive a rookie as, as Eli's seen come through there, especially on offense. Uh, I think the, the thing that impressed him that he was telling me the most was just the, the way he's, he's trying to sponge things 
things up. You know, like he wants to be the, the he wants to know every aspect of what's going on there. You know, um, I, I imagine that's you know that's kind of like how how Peyton would have mandated his running backs be right. You know, if, I'm not going to throw you a ball until mm-hmm. I know that you can protect me. No that question. Sort of thing. So that was one of the things that I enjoyed the year I went down there, getting a chance to sit in the question answer. Uh, portion where the, these college quarterbacks can ask Peyton and Eli anything that they want. Archie was in there as well. And uh, I remember Eli, one of the things that stood out to me is he said he has that weekly meeting with his yeah. running backs. Yeah. And the whole thought process be, being this is the last butt between the defense and myself. So we spend so much time talking about protection with our with our line and with, with the tight ends. He wanted one-on-one time so he could be on the exact same page, be seeing the exact same thing as the guy right next to him. And I thought that was kind of fascinating. It is fascinating because you think about, you know, they're going to have a meeting, you know, they're going to meet with the offensive linemen and they obviously want to know that and, you know, want to be on the same page with your receivers. Mm-hmm. But the overlooked part of the whole passing game is, is the running back there yep. and not, not, not to these guys. So. Yeah, be able to flash it, look, and say, okay, what do you yeah. see? Here's what I see. Here's what we'll do. So that's, uh, that's something that really impressed me there. Is there anything else about – uh, that relationship there with Eli and Peyton, just you've been around these guys so, forever. You've known the family forever. What what don't the folks that are listening know about that relationship? Well, it's kind of funny. It was like, uh, you, you know, I, I was sitting there talking to Peyton and, you know, Eli comes up and kind of like, you know, like jumps on his back, you know, grabs him, kind of headlocks him. They hadn't seen each other in a couple of weeks. And, and it was, you know, like you forget they're brothers, yeah. you know, I mean, like they're best friends, you know, like they – they hang out, their families hang out together, you know, and so it's like it. I, you just seeing them in their football element, you forget that they are family, mm-hmm. and uh, and and that's cool. Always cool for me to see is how they just kind of they'll just kind of sit and sit back and talk in the back of the room and chat and like. I do wonder what those conversations are like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, by the way, Peyton's son, uh, Marshall, was uh, was at camp too. He's only five, so the oh draft classes. Is, is <laughs> These Manning quarterbacks are coming, man. <laughs> Holy t- cow! Twenty-five years down the what's road. What's that one? What's that? What's that name? Uh, uh, Marshall. 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 Yeah, Marshall. Uh, Mar- 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 Marshall, Marshall and Arch. Yeah. Marshall and Arch. There you go. Arch is that's coming soon here. Eight years. Yeah, he and you know Eli's got three girls, so um, you know we we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll see. They'll them. probably be like the the Serena and oh and Venus. You know Eli's a pretty good basketball player too. Really. Um, and uh, and so I you know I could I could see them you know getting on the. Is he a better board. athlete than uh, than Peyton? And if you look at other sports, I think he was he he could move a little bit better than yeah. Peyton did. But I mean that's not saying a whole lot. Uh, yeah, no question. Right? Yeah, and, and then it, I know obviously he didn't say anything, yeah. but. Two-part question here: What could you what could you see Peyton doing in the future, and and then what do you think he is would be in Aaron? Obviously, he could thrive in a lot of different areas. But what would you think? Just you looking at it, saying, "Man, I would love to see him in this role and what he would do." Yeah. So the first thing I will say is, I kind of see him doing what he's doing now, which is kind of picking his spots and and certain things. I think you may see him. Maybe not like with a headset on in a booth, but I think you might see him in the media entertainment arena in a certain fashion. Okay. Um, Somewhat getting a little bit involved there. Yeah. Without a full commitment. Whether it's production, whether it's, you know, being a part of a bigger project. Kind of like what Kobe's doing a little bit. Maybe. Maybe maybe, something like that. So keep that um, in in mind, perhaps. And then the thing that I want to see, I want to see him involved in football. Like I'm, I don't know if I'd rather – the thing that I've gone back and forth with on this is do I want to see him as a GM making calling the shots or do I want to see him as a coach calling the plays? Yeah. Right? I, and I don't know. I don't know which one. I, can he do both? Can we Can we just have him be Belichick? See, I've, I've thought more 
president minority owner, Elway, even more so. Yeah, I mean, like at least you know Elway, we still see a ton of Elway. Like, to me, though, he has guys underneath him on the personnel yeah. side that kind of handle, yeah, help him yeah. a good bit with that. Yeah. But I think you kind of almost layer yourself kind of above that. Yeah, it sounds weird to say somebody's above being a general manager, but I kind of right. think Pate might be above might, might just be. being a general manager in the day-to-day minutia yeah, of all be that the stuff. President, yeah, and you're kind of above all that whole. Yeah, deal. i i could I could get behind that. I could get behind that. But I've sure. heard just forever about the ownership intrigued him. I could definitely see that. You know, then it's just it's something where he he's not you know like he doesn't have to necessarily show up to the office every day. Yeah. Not that if like if he made the commitment, he would. Yeah. You know, he would do that to the best of his ability every day for sure. But I, I don't think that's something that he needs to do. You want to know my bold prediction? Yes. In the way things are going right now, we are in 2018. By 2030, I'll say of the 32 uh, NFL franchises. 18 of them owned by NBA players. By NBA players? Yeah, NBA players. That, that's where all the billionaires are coming from Fully, right now. Gu- fully guaranteed contracts <laughs> these, will do these, that for have you, bro. Have seen this? is I, crazy. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. Um, Chris Paul? Yeah. Four years? Yeah. 40? Per? Uh, uh, DeMarcus Cousins is like, what? I mean, five nothing. Well, oh, yeah, coming off of right, Achilles. Achilles. Right. But still, no, this NBA uh, money has been nuts. Yeah. Yeah, and and then uh, just to finish up the thought on Eli, because I'd asked him like um, about the gravity of being the only Manning in the NFL, mm-hmm. um, and I I think there's something to that for him. Um, I think there's something you know. I think he acknowledges the end is closer than the beginning, mm-hmm. but that he's just got this like childhood like optimism um, that like there is still so much left for him in this league that I thought was really. Did you get the sense that some of the weight had been lifted just with all the turmoil? Oh yeah. From last year. Oh yeah. I I asked him, you know, like have outside of your rookie year, maybe have you looked f- more forward to a training camp, you know, this year than in any any previous year? And he was like, absolutely. Yeah. And and I really get the sense that he's ready to just wipe that clean, for sure. Any um, any Davis Webb nuggets there? Di- you know, didn't <laughs> didn't didn't drop any Davis uh, Webb nuggets. However, I did find out that there may be plans for an encore to the Dirty Dancing commercial. Really? And uh, if so, it may be something from Ghost. He wants Eli wants to stick with Patrick Swayze. Is that is that the pottery? Um, was that that was Ghost right? Hytham, pottery, Ghost. Anybody mark yeah, back yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Unchained Melody. Thank you. The name of okay. the song. You even gave me the song. That's really impressive. Nicely Way done. Way to go. That's that's why you pay them the big bucks back here. You know what you need? I this should is, not have answered that question. You played soccer, mm-hmm. NAIA soccer. Did you, did you keep a jersey? Uh, you no, have a jer- no. I was so bad. They're like, give me that back. <laughs> A two-parter. I need you to call said university, get your jersey, and then I'm going to go ahead and place a call to Nick's English Hut and see how much it would cost us to swap out that client <laughs> for, for this jersey. Let's get that red can't jersey do it. off the wall. Can't do it. That Hytham soccer jersey post up. You can't get it at the, what's the name of our burger place we like down the street here? Hananos. Yeah, Hananos. up over there? Yeah, let's get that soccer jersey hung up over there. I'll Apparently, work. just frequenting an establishment's all you need to, to hang up. Flyer miles. Yeah. I need that ret status. Uh, well, <laughs> I can, I can help you with that. I, uh, I, I love the fact that uh, we're sending them an NFL Network t-shirt. They didn't specify it had to be new or not, did they? Uh, game worn. If you game guys pull t-shirt. that thing down off the wall, I'm never coming back in That's here. happening. <laughs> That's happening. We're going to send you – we're going to send a picture of just that empty space up on the wall. I mean, it's one thing I'm not in the record books in any way, shape, or form uh, – but I mean, like that's all. Like that's all I got. How, how many career catches did it take to get you on that? Uh, I think like sixteen. That's not a. It's not a hateful number. It's not. Oh, sixteen. No, it's solid. Yeah, average that out over four years. That's 
right? Come strong. on. Strong. Very strong. Yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. You know who's jealous? John Ross. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. A little bit jealous of Rhett's production. I mean, right. it, yeah, but re- yards per reception. Like, Rhett, what happened in 03, though? I'm looking at your stats, and that was just uh, – that was, was that a bad grade year? It was a special teams year, I think. Mm. <laughs> it was a punt, okay. punt return. I see 02, 04, 05, and 03 is just You know missing. what they don't keep stats for? Being the best holder in the Big Ten. They don't. Yeah. They, well, they do now. They give a dang award to it. Shut up. Yeah, there's an award for the best holder. Come on. Yes. Yes, there is. Who's tasked with watching those kicks and, and handing out that award? That's a crappy job. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever pays. <laughs> Sign me up. I'll do it. Uh, all right. Hey, no, anyway. before, yeah, we, before we get out of here, I want to hit this T.O. thing real quick. Oh, See this? this? Yeah. This He's going to give in his speech from Ooh, UT Chattanooga. Okay. The mocks? The mocks, baby. This is what I used to always tell people would always give me. Coming from San Diego, nobody ever heard of Appalachian State where I ended up. Of course. And so when everybody would kind of poo-poo the level of play, I'd be like, I don't know, do you think uh, Randy Moss and, and T.O. were any good? Because <laughs> they were both Southern Conference guys, Marshall and, and UT Chattanooga. So a lot of a lot of good players from that from that conference. But first time ever, I guess, right, giving a Hall of Fame speech from your college? Yeah, I'm just, I just want to know if he's going to time it up, right? Cause, I, mean, I think I was told it looks like it's going to go before. Uh, that he before the official Hall of Fame speech, so his will be earlier in the day, I believe. Oh well, that's unfortunate because like if they could like time it up to where you know like they at some point they're going to acknowledge To during the the induction ceremony uh, in Canton, you know, and they say, all right, hey, To's not here, and then boom, To does his deal live. But maybe he just doesn't want to take away from all that. So what kind of crowd does that draw? So I, it's going to be in the McKinsey Arena. How many, Starts how, at three seventeen. The McKenzie Arena. I like know? the three seventeen start time. Very Super Bowl esque. Open to the public. Starts at three seventeen. So clearly they're timing it up with something. <laughs> yeah, but I think the Hall of Fame's a little bit. It is. It's after later. that. It's later. Yeah. The Proud ca- to be hey, a mock. Hey guys, the uh, the capacity McKenzie Arena and it'll be rocking is ten thousand nine hundred. That's a big arena. I don't think they they're going to fill that up. They were petitioning hard for him to get in. I remember the week of uh, Super Bowl this year, like they were giving away free To shirts and all sorts of stuff at the basketball games. Interesting. Get your maybe they do ready. Hey, yeah, maybe they do fill it's, it up. It's happening. Uh, yeah, I I think they, I'm going to say they fill it up. You think so? I'm going to say they fill it up. DJ, Good folks at Chattanooga. Yeah. By the way, I did look up what you asked me to look up. Yeah, thank you. I think I thought I had one of my better rushing games against UT you Chat. Did. What and, do we got uh, here? It was a, a brisk fall night uh, in October. October 30th of 1999, Daniel Jeremiah starting at – I don't even know if you were starting. Oh, yeah, I started. We ran, uh, we ran at a good bit. App State, Tennessee, Chattanooga. DJ, this is his rushing line. Five rushes, 107 yards, long of 69. 60, yes! I told you. you did short, not score. You shorted yourself. Did not score. 69-yard run, caught from behind. 21-yard average per per carry. Um, and you went six for seven, tossing the ball very, for 80, 86 very yards. Efficient. And very efficient. And a touch. Very efficient. Ooh, touchdown. And you guys won 62-14. to 14. You were the number six team? This says you were number six. Yeah, we were good. We lost in the semis that Wait, second year. Why? No, no, no. So if, is Joe Burchett on that uh, box score? Yeah. So then I did not start. No, Joe was Joe started that game then. Just just filling in. Just get you a buck. <laughs> just get you a buck. I'll get you a buck on Wait, the ground. I'll throw you a touch. He started. He was one of four. Maybe he got for hurt. nineteen yards and a touchdown. Uh, may, I don't know. Maybe he did come in after me. So true. This nobody cares about my college career, but I'll give I it do. to you this way. I do. So you this is my last year. That's yeah. that's all that really matters. It's folded up in the in the bottom of my bookshelf. If you ever watch our move the sticks <laughs> videos, um, the. Uh, my senior year, so I shared the position back and forth with David Reeves, yep. who is um, he's coached and been all over the place. But uh, so we shared the position for a couple of years. I get to my senior year, senior captain. It's kind of my job, 
go out there first half against Wake Forest. I've never felt better. Um, right, I ended up tearing my MCL right before. I think it was right before half, or either coming right out of half. So then I'm I'm down for a while. David goes back. Oh, you didn't in. play through that? No, no, I was a wuss. It hurt. <laughs> no, yeah, I had no mobility. So so I'm out for a couple of games. David comes back in, and we had been kind of sharing a position. Then I think something happened to David, and then Joe Burchett, the name you just mentioned, who was like six four two twenty, much more talented either one of us. It was the whole deal of, like, don't let him get on the field. So then he actually got on the, on the field. He started lighting it up. Trouble. So then I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm back. I'm, I'm healthy. <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, ready here. Ready to go. Uh, Take me up. Yeah, so then we kind of still – it was pretty much his job for the remainder of the year. And then I kind of came – we came in and out there and, and did that dance. But, yeah, he was much more talented. Did you guys do every other play, like Spurrier, or no? Did not. Did not. But we came in that year. So I got I came back in in the in – the, was the second round of the playoffs against Western Kentucky, which I somebody just sent me this article randomly in the mail because uh, Joe had got nicked up. So then I came in, we were losing to come back, beat Western Kentucky to get into the semis, play yeah. Montana. But that Western Kentucky team coached by Jack Jack Harbaugh. Oh, Jack Harbaugh. Wow. How about that? That's impressive. Yeah, so I was reading his articles, and Jack Harbaugh in the article is just – complaining about the officials if this call would happen like oh my gosh this is like this is where it all came to this is where all the stuff yeah Yeah, it was great sideline antics yeah the whole deal so uh yeah we ended up losing to montana in overtime to go play for the national championship that oh that's a shame yeah it's a bummer anyways that's way always have information about that but 69 yards and and not scoring that's tough to do that is that is tough and you guys scored like 62 62 and you accounted for one of those touchdowns through one, through the yeah. Air. 62 points, and I you got counted one. for one of them. Just, I love it. It's the kind of player I was. You, I were, love the it. Le- you were the leading rusher. Kareem Razak at oh, yeah, 12, for, 12 for 105. And you missed T.O. by a couple of years. A couple of years. We had, they had a uh, had a defensive end there. I can't remember who it was, but they they always had NFL players. Chad Nuga was like transfer you. Yeah. So every year you'd play them, you're like, I don't know any of these guys. They're yeah. all brand new. The next year, all brand new again. <laughs> they'd send four guys to the league, and their team stunk. <laughs> just what, that's what Chad Nuga was. That's the way it is. The big question is, if you two were getting inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, would you do your speech from Boone? And we know you would do yours from Nick's English Hut, for sure. Well. <laughs> Coming to you live. You know, see, what I would do is I would I would – respect the hall of fame and be in canton ohio and then we'd go and maybe have our little get together in Bloomington. Yeah. yeah afterwards on the second floor yeah uh, the second floor nicks jerry had uh had justin timberlake for his after party and uh you've got the house band there at uh yeah, at yeah, Nick's I've, got the house, Hut. I've got yeah. the dj <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, yeah. anything else you want to add here? When do we see you again? Uh, I think you're coming back in. You might be filling in for me here. Okay, fine. At some point. I've got a TA to do uh, at the end of the week on yeah. Friday. And then um, see you on the, on the road, man. Inside yeah. training Inside camp. Training Let's get camp. going. You going to wear those short shorts again? I've got them on right now. Uh, those are a little longer than the ones you wore yeah, last year. They're, they're about two inches above the knee. All so right. don't worry about it. All right, Stockton. All right, that's going to do it for us here today. Thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for coming by, yeah, buddy. my pleasure. Great to be with you. We've got uh, Bucky coming back here from the opening. We'll get a little update from him on the next episode. Happy 4th of July to everybody out yes. there. Yes. Be safe. Be careful. Um, and we'll see you back here again for Move the Sticks. Remember, you can uh, download, subscribe, all that good stuff. Apple Podcasts. You can find it at NFL.com slash podcast. And we have a bunch of videos you can check out. NFL.com uh, slash MTS video. You can check those out. All right. The season is going to be here in a minute. College season, the NFL season. We've got you covered right here on Move the Sticks. We'll see you next time. Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to NFL.com slash podcasts.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 